0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. You're listening to Maximum Volume, the sports podcast where we talk about sports. Great tagline there, I know. My name is Max, I'm your host. This week, we got some NFL news to talk about, got some NBA news as well, and also rich, rich contracts in Major League Baseball, all that and more. This week's edition of Maximum Volume. Raymond James Stadium, the home stadium of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, hosted Super Bowl 55, where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went to their home stadium and absolutely demolished the Kansas City Chiefs. Your final score there, 33-9. The defense, you know, they said Tom Brady was the MVP, but the real real MVP had to be Todd Bowles and that great Tampa Bay defense. They pressured Mahomes 29 times, a Super Bowl record. Brady was only pressured four times. That just proves how great this uh, defensive line for Tampa Bay was during that 33 9. Victory. This was Mahomes' worst loss of his career since at least high school. Also, Mahomes managed to not throw a touchdown, which is very rare. In fact, the closest someone was to scoring a touchdown had to be the streaker. One yard away, ripped him, my man. I don't think he'll be allowed back in Tampa anytime soon. Brady was the MVP, winning for the fifth time in his career. And now we have seven Super Bowls, which is the most of any player and any team. Well, tradition for the Super Bowl over the past few years has been the NFL honors. The MVP of the year was Aaron Rodgers. Offensive player of the year, Derek Henry, because they have to have a different award. Defensive player of the year was Aaron Donald. Rookie of the year on the offensive side of things was the Chargers QB, Justin Herbert, whereas... Washington football team had Chase Young as the Defensive Rookie of the Year. Kevin Svansky of the Browns was the Head Coach of the Year. Comeback Player of the Year was Alex Smith. And the Ultimate Peyton Man of the Year was Russell Wilson. So congratulations to all those gentlemen for winning those awards. So, free agency news. J.J. Watt, no longer a Texan because Texas is in chaos. I'm not talking about the winter storms. I'm just talking about the Houston Texans. The interesting thing here was J.J. Watt being released rather than traded. So I, I have no idea what's happening. 12 teams are currently interested. Notable teams include the Steelers, Browns, Bills, and Titans. Some people have been saying, oh, he's going to go here. Uh, and if I had to choose any place he'd go, it would probably be either the Steelers or the Browns. Well, for the Colts. Who knows how he this man will do. Carson Wentz is their new quarterback. He was traded to the Colts for a 2021 third-round pick and a 2022 second-round pick that could become a first pick in the future. But we went from Detroit giving Matthew Stafford to L.A. for them basically trading a first-round pick. to Oh, here's our third-round pick and a second-round pick. And then we get Carson Wentz. So congratulations to Indianapolis getting that notable. We are about three weeks away from NCAA basketball conference tournaments. Here's our current top 25 before then. Unsurprising for the men's side of things, Gonzaga, Baylor, still undefeated, still 1-2. and Michigan is third. Ohio State is in fourth. That's going to be a great matchup this Sunday. Illinois is fifth. Houston is all the way up to sixth. That'll change. Virginia, seventh. Alabama. They've been red hot this season. They're in eighth. Oklahoma, ninth. Villanova in 10th. Iowa, 11th. Texas, 12th. West Virginia. Alabama. They're in 13th. Yes, I t- tried to say country roads. I'm not a country star by any means. Creighton. The Blue Jays are all the way in 14th. Texas Tech. Still, it always feels like they're in 15th to me. I don't know why, but they're in 15th. Florida State, 16th. USC. The Trojans are in 17th. Virginia Tech remains in 18th. Tennessee is in 19th. Missouri is in 20th. Wisconsin, 21st. Loyola, Chicago. They're in 22nd. Kansas, 23rd. Arkansas, 24th. And San Diego State. The Aztecs are back in the standings. They're in 25th. Oklahoma State and Rutgers in Belmont all had a lot of votes. But Oklahoma State, Purdue, and Rutgers all dropped from the top 25 men's rankings. On the women's side of things, unsurprising here, UConn finally number one in the nation. South Carolina second. Louisville, the Cardinals are in third. NC State is in fourth. Texas A&M up to fifth. Stanford is sixth. Baylor. The Bears are 7th, UCLA 8th, Maryland 9th, Arizona 10th, Michigan, the Lady Wolverines is what I'm going to call them, though that's probably not their official term. They're in 11th, South Florida up to 12th, Oregon 13th, lucky number 13, by the way, for the Sabrina UNESCO less Oregon Ducks. IU is in 14th, Ohio State 15th, Gonzaga is in 16th. This women's Kentucky team, man, they are very good. They're in 17th, Arkansas 18th, DePaul in West Virginia tied in 19th, Tennessee 21st, Georgia 22nd, South Dakota State up to 23rd, Northwestern 24th, Missouri State 25th, Rutgers and Stephen F. Austin and Oklahoma State all having some votes to be in the top 25. Now, you've heard me sometimes be like, well, that won't be here forever. We've had some NCAA top 25 games. Here are some results you need to know. On Saturday the 13th, number 19 ranked Creighton at the time. They beat number 5 Villanova. That shot Creighton up and shot Villanova down in the standings. We also had unranked Arkansas, beat number 10 Missouri. That dropped Missouri 10 spots down, made Arkansas get up to 24th now. Then on Tuesday the 16th, Georgia, the Bulldogs beat number 20 ranked Missouri. It seems like back-to-back ranked opponents for Missouri. They have lost, so what does this mean? Bye-bye, Missouri. You're no longer going to be in the top 25. And then Wichita State, unranked but should be ranked. They beat number six, Houston, on Thursday the 18th. These are all men's scores. Women's side of things, they haven't had a lot of really big upsets. We have had the number two-ranked UConn Huskies, however, beat the number one-ranked South Carolina. So that... Switched those two, the number 10-ranked Arizona beat number 11-ranked Oregon. That made Oregon get down to 11. So not really as big upsets, I feel, as Creighton beating Villanova or Missouri keep that keeps losing, but uh, still some scores to know. And then great news, if you are an NCAA March Madness fan, the men's tournament will have 25% capacity, well, up to 25% capacity at all of their tournament games. We do know that uh, IU has said that they will have only 500 fans at their games in the first round, but the women's tournament will have 17% capacity in, the, in and around San Antonio. So, there is your NCAA news. And now, a message from Anchor. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distribute your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Typically, the all-star game, is a multiple-day event. This year, it will only be happening on the same day, Sunday, March 7th, in Atlanta. At 6.30 p.m., we have the Skills Challenge and the three-point contest Pre-game, The All-Star game starts at 8, and then at halftime, we will have a dunk contest, and this has been interesting. These guys, it seems, at least for a while, the big names really did not want to have an All-Star game. These NBA players this year... Been very critical a lot this year, which is uh, not really, I'd say, surprising. The NBA always accepting of their players, you know, speaking out on certain issues. But uh, I'm not used to seeing them criticize the All-Star game as much as they were in the past. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. We do know this. The uh, starters have been released. So we will give all that information to you probably next week. We have some MLS news. MLS has announced players will begin reporting to training camps on March 1st, with the first full day of training on March 8th. The season will begin on April 17th, meaning players will get six weeks to train. There's your MLS update. We have some Major League Baseball news. Now, spring training camps have just begun pitchers and catchers I believe reported to uh, their training camp so we're not exactly in the uh, full spring training yet but the camps have begun for baseball and so have contracts that are huge and 14 years long because Fernando Tatis Jr. someone who I feel the Major League Baseball is trying to eventually have as their face we saw he's on the show by the way I heard this This is not my words. This came from, if I'm not mistaken, someone from uh, Levitard's show, but uh, I agree with them. They are trying to push Fernando Tatis Jr. as the face of Major League Baseball. The Padres have now given him a 14-year, $340 million contract extension. Huge, huge. That is the third-largest baseball contract in history. Only behind Mookie Betts in his 12-year, $365 million extension with the World Series champion Dodgers. And Mike Trout's 12 year, $430 million extension with the Angels. So, Fernando, keep getting them. Ch- ding, 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 ding. It's time for the combat news of the week. John Jones has announced that he will fight the winner of the Stipe Miacic versus Francis Ngannou UFC 260 fight. This is according to Dana White. In his interview with TMZ Sports, this will be John Jones's first ever heavyweight fight. Boy oh boy, that will be a fun one to see in the future. Well, Kamara Usman defeated Gilbert Burns in the third round by TKO to retain his welterweight belt this weekend at I believe it was UFC two hundred fifty-eight. Kamara has now won thirteen fights in a row, and he's tied six other fighters in UFC history to have thirteen wins in a row. His last fight, by the way, was against Jorge Masvidal on a six-day notice. And he actually called out, I believe, Jorge after the fight. So his next fight, I can almost guarantee you, will be against Jorge Masvidal. So there's your combat news of the week. Here is this week's game of the week. I referenced this earlier. But Michigan taking on Ohio State, the number three team, at the number four team in the nation. That game is at 1 p.m. on your local CBS. That is this week's game of the week, and we are now officially done with this week's edition of Maximum Volume. Hey, guys, I need you to stay safe in whatever way you can. It's been almost a rough year. It's been about a year since we've uh, started this endeavor called Maximum Volume. Thank each and every single one of you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. And we'd like you to support this podcast in all the ways you can. So, add me on Twitter, at MaxGSports. You can email the show, maximum volume podcast at gmail.com. Leave voice message via Anchor to be on the show. You can follow Maximum Volume on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Bullhorn FM, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, Pocket Cast, or wherever you find your podcasts specifically this podcast at so max thank you for listening